Did you know you're inside? Inside Ottawa. Podcasting from the Ottawa Alert Underground Studios in downtown Kansas City. And this is a podcast made for you. I'm going to have to ask you to go ahead and move your desk again. Downstairs into storage B. No. You guys ready? Can you turn yeah. me up just a little bit? So you can hear okay, yourself in you your go. headphones? All right. Or yeah, yeah. We no, that's good. Get just, this all out of the way? Just needed a little. Yeah. Make sure everybody's good. Yeah, you got a little. I got a little. Joey little. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. The voices you're hearing, that's Drew Black. What's up? Hey, hey, what's hey. shaking? <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> the packaging is just it's uh, it's incredible. Yeah. And then uh let's hear Claire's uh, hello to everybody. Hi Claire. Don't move. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Claire. Hi, Claire, this is Claire. <laughs> this is Claire, this is Claire, right? So this is a special uh, uh episode of the uh <coughs> excuse me. The Inside Auto Alert podcast. So See if Can this you feel uh, see it? if anybody re- Can you feel it? See if anybody recognizes this song. Somebody in this room should. Look at him shaking his head. Let's bring back memories, Rick. You know, kind of. I've heard the Army Band <laughs> play this a time or two. You got the shirt on. Right, right. That's my son's shirt. So. Yeah, is he in the Army, too? He's in the Army, too. You're, are you an Army vet? Yes. You, you, you did Army. So we're going to get into that. Rick Ebaugh, who is, uh, who is the, uh, the yin to the, the, the Vipes yang. Would you say that? Sure. You know who yeah. the Vipe is, guys? No, who's that? Tell Cody me. Garnett. Yeah. Who? Cody Garnett. I just call is him the dude. The dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. You don't know who Cody Garnett is? Maybe I, you should I get off the fourth floor every once in a while. I don't know who that is. Oh, you you got to come upstairs to the seventh floor and meet the dude. Okay. Yeah. I will. Drew, you know who? Yeah. Okay. I just thought everybody knew the vibe. Yeah. No. I didn't know that was the nickname though. He got that a long time ago when okay. he was uh, a PC or a WebEx or back in the day. Uh, we used to get. Uh, uh, demos into us, and if it was dead wood demos, mm-hmm. uh, dead wood just means it was just a waste of time for the person doing the demo on the on the okay. call. Uh, he would come out and just just rip that 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 person's tail about getting him some wood, right? Right. Just like man, wasting my. T-. And yeah. so he would like a viper. Oh, okay. you know what I mean. So he became the vibe. He's a lot more calm now, isn't he, Rick? Yeah, I just I really can't picture him getting mad at anybody. He just seems so laid back. The dude, like, are you speaking like Big Lebowski, dude? Yeah, the Big Lebowski. He is very relaxed. Dude, yeah. yeah, he's pretty laid back. I do say he has hair like the dude from uh, 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 Shrek, right? The prince. Oh yeah, he does. Prince charming. Yeah, prince charming in his hair, hair exactly. The same. He has beautiful Quaff. hair, like beautiful prince charming. Hair. Yes, he does. Oh. So you Me must, not so much. You gotta you gotta meet him because uh, did you did you know Rick before uh, today? No. You just now meeting Rick. We see each other. I see. Yeah, I, I see a ton of people passing in the hallway, and I always say hi. But do for, you? For the most part, I'm not sure. Do you think you're are. intimidating? Me? Yeah. Probably. Unintentionally. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's intimidating? This what? is what we call segue in broadcasting. You oh. know what's intimidating? What? The military joining the military that can be pretty intimidating. Neither, not all three of us, Claire, Drew, myself, no military experience, right? Nope. I'm, nope. Like, I got my Boy Scouts taken care of. That was it. I, I went, went to one Boy Scout meeting, and <laughs> that's been, that was I it. I got thrown out of the Boy Scouts. True so you story. joined the military. <laughs> I want to be Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, we'll hold off on that. We don't, yeah. um, but Claire, um, you, how, how the military in, uh, in England different than the military in America? I mean, the, the, the patriotic sense of, of the military, is, is it quite as... In I, front, in. I think it's more. Um, 
what's the word I want? I don't know. Um, you, 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 in the U.S., you are you hype up your military way more than in 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 England. Hype up meaning just uh, support or yeah, support. Yeah. Yeah, very, very patriotic. Here. Yeah, is there it, the military in England? Before we get into, because this is our Veterans Day special, uh, we're recording this, so this is going to be playing in the future. So if anything sounds like it's out of touch or time, it's because we're doing this in uh, September, where Veterans Day is coming up later. What is that? November twelfth. Yeah, yeah. Is that also the Marine Corps birthday? Do you know? I'm asking an Army guy this. You're asking me. Yeah, Army I'm sorry. Guy. Uh, no, but it's in that same. I think it's either the day before or day after. So Brother in law's a Marine. Is so okay. Father in law's Marine. We're going to get into the, that as well, uh, that relationship between the Army and, and the Marine Corps, because my buddies are all Marines, and I got one Army guy. Uh, Claire, so how's the military work in England? Like, is, do you have to go in, or do you volunteer? Or No, you volunteer for it. Yeah. Same as America? Yeah, the draft was over, I think, in the 60s. Vietnam era? Yeah, I think yeah. so. So it's it's basically the same. And do you guys have the same type of branches? Because I know you guys had the best navy in like a long time, and then the Spanish people took that away from you, <laughs> right? Yeah, they have the same the same branches, but I think they're called slightly yeah, different. Do you guys things. have Space Force? Probably. I I don't, I don't know. They, do. they don't have Space Force, do they? <laughs> no, because no, it's brand new. <laughs> space Force. That's are you gonna? Are you gonna right they there. probably have a secret Space Force. Are you gonna reenlist uh, Rick and uh, join uh, Space Dude, Force? If I could like go to the moon or Mars. Absolutely, that would be awesome. Go fight Al Qaeda on the moon. Yeah, but the PT I just couldn't do now. So, so, I yeah. so, uh, so Rick, you are you're an uh, you're an Army vet. Yes. When when did you enlist? I enlisted in 1983. 1983. Yes. So was it straight out of high school or? Uh, I was still in high school actually when I enlisted. So the story. Can I tell the story how I enlisted? You, absolutely. So, You're all about it. Everybody's seen Rambo, right? So yes. Me and my buddy were watching Rambo, were sitting there, and my buddy's dad was in the Navy, and uh, we were talking about Green Berets and Navy SEALs way back then. And anyway, this in the loon, he's like, you know what? I want to be a Navy SEAL, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds really cool, right? And so we get up. Get in the car, drive down to the recruiter's office, literally on a whim in one day. Walking in the Navy guy, hey, we want to be Navy SEALs. <laughs> He's like, well, you know, I can get you in the Navy, and I can, and then you're going to have to, you know, go through some stuff, and you may or may not. I'm like, so you can't guarantee me I'm going to get in the Navy SEALs? He's like, no. <laughs> Forget so about it. Forget, Forget about, about it. it. So Did this time you knew door. nothing about Buds training and all that kind yeah, of stuff. I knew none of that. Yeah. I just knew, hey, I want to be a a bad, I don't know if you're yeah. a badass, but look, that's what I want to be, right? So we walked it because all in one group, right? They had like all three of them sitting there. So we walk out of the Ar or Navy guy and we walk right into the Army guy. And I tell him, hey, I want to be a, a, you know, a Green Beret. He gives me the exact same spiel. Yeah. I'm like, well, that sucks. I'll just go next door and be a Marine. And I'm walking out the door and he says, hey, you ever heard of a Ranger? I said, no, well, what's a Ranger? He said, well, come here. So I watched this 45 minute video. 45 minutes? Yeah. Goodness. Hey, it kept my attention for 45 that's minutes. Crazy. And then I get done and I'm like, that's exactly what I was. What was it about that caught your attention or kept your attention? Jumping out of planes every time All something the happened they were there. I mean, they were in the middle of everything. Yeah. Right? And as long as I could make it through jump school, he could get me to rip, which is the Rangers version yeah. of Buds or what has Ranger indoctrination. Buds is the yeah. training that the Navy yeah. SEALs have to go through to become a Navy SEAL. Okay. Right. It's, it's one of the most excruciating uh, training in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So yeah. I'm thinking, all right, well, if you can get me to rip, I can do the rest. So yeah. I sign up right then, four years. Yeah. Right? Didn't even think about it. So I'm supposed to have lunch with my grandparents that afternoon, and I'm late. Yeah. I get home, my grandpa's like, where have you been? I'm like, well, 
I joined the army while I was gone today. <laughs> yeah, my grandma started crying. My grandpa's like, what the hell? Yeah, but no, grandfather was in the army. His grandfather was in the army. My dad was in the Air Force. My son's in the army. So it was, it was kind of in your blood? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot of people, family. a lot of uh, soldiers and Marines and, and uh, corpsmen or whatever, they, they sign up for the other kind of specials that are there, like pay for college. Sure. I know I have That's a buddy that got an enlisting bonus. He got 10 grand just to join, right? Because he needed it at that time. He didn't realize 10 grand over four years only comes to like a Well, yeah, and I got of, eight. You got That's eight how I, you know, I'm thinking, hey, they gave me four when I graduated basic, and then they spread that other four out. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize they did years. that. I thought, I thought you got a yeah. lump sum. You get half when you graduate. Okay. You gotta make sure you half. stay. Yeah, exactly. You can't right. sign up and then leave. So yeah, if you get you know get medicaled out or something like that, yeah, you gotta pay that back. Let me let me back up just a little bit so the people that are listening here at Auto Alert. Uh, I want to I want to just ask. I said that you and Cody work you know side by side. Right. Uh, what exactly is it you do, Rick? Here, so I'm the the director of the PMs for the select PMs, the inside performance managers. And Cody's the director of PMs for the outside contact PM. So select, select, just select for you or core as well? Just, well, that is select is core. Oh, okay. So, all right. So all yeah. dealers, yeah. inside team. And then Cody runs the outside team? Right. Gotcha. And so you have that, you're up on seven. And so you've got uh, front facing, dealer facing uh, employees, team members yes. that are calling dealers all day, that right. kind of thing. But we also kind of moved into a, a strategy that there's an upsell kind of thing to the team now as well. Right. So we, yeah, we do it all. So you, we're you have background account in, managers. Your background in car sales. Yeah, 30 years. Yeah, so what they so. got it set up, like, it looks like a tower It is that you sit up there, like a sales tower that you see inside of a, a car dealership. Yeah. Seventh floor has that. Mm-hmm. What was the what was the thinking behind that? Sean Morse. Sean Morse. <laughs> he's like, hey, we need towers up there, and bless his heart, he's right. So I'm yeah. like, I'm all about that. Give me a tower. I don't need an office. I'll take a tower. I've spent 30 years in one. I'm comfortable there. So, so they come up when they need, they come up to the tower, the, the PMs and questions. Yeah. Like, all the PMs are pretty good. They're pretty knowledgeable. They understand the tool. They understand how dealers, you know, use that tool to make money and keep their customers and that kind of stuff. They're all real well-versed on that, but a lot of them don't have the dealership experience. They're not right. really sure, you know, how do I tell a GM that his people aren't doing what they're supposed to. Right. And so are you stepping in? what I'm there for asking. Well, you, you move the mic just a little bit more over in front of uh, Rick there a little bit. We, yeah. These are cheap mics. I'm sorry. I haven't, it's okay. I, I haven't put in for the more expensive one yet. Yes, I'm afraid. Right. I'm afraid to send Lucas uh, Berg that that email. You know, send hey. a piece of chocolate cake with it. He'll give it to you. Is that, yeah. is that, the, is that, is that the trick? Anything with cake. Anything with chocolate. Right. Chocolate bars. Yeah. So okay. what? So I know that your background in car sales and working in the in the in the, in the dealership. First of all, what 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 are all the roles that you had, and, and what were you selling? Uh, for the last 20 years, I mean, I sold pretty much everything domestic. I yep. never, I didn't. Uh, Ford, Chevy, Ford, CDJR. Chevy, Dodge, and that was my last 20 years. So it was Steve Albert Dodge, Sunflower Dodge, Lee Summit, mostly Dodge. So you're a Kansas City guy. 20. Yeah. Yeah. From Dallas originally, but yeah, I moved to Kansas City in 95. So I came up here to work with Van Tile, actually. What'd you start as? I uh, started as just sales manager, new car sales manager. Well, Did you, out of, out of the military or were you doing something? No, out of the military. Not a good story. Out of the military, uh, I actually went to welding. Okay. My whole family's in the car business, and I didn't want to do that. So I learned how to weld when I was little. I got out of the Army, started welding. Burned my eyes real bad. Oh, no. Uh, blind for a couple of days, right? It's kind of a scary deal. Right. Mm-hmm. I was buying a car at that time from a family friend. Yeah. And he said, well, you're not going to be welding very much here in the near future so he slid me an application he said fill that out the next time you you know when you can see and then i'll put you to work selling cars 
The she starts in charge. So when you were in when you were in the army, everybody has a job in the army. What yeah. was your job in the army? I was infantry, eleven Bravo. Oh, really? That's what I, that was my job. Gotcha. So this so. is eighty three. Were you in for the four years, or did you? Extend I ended or? up doing six. six I got years. involuntarily extended. Um, I was an instructor, so I did right at three years in the Ranger Battalion, and then. I got out of the battalion and went to an instructor score, the infantry school, which is at Fort Benning. So, did you get out as an E5, E4? Or? I got out as E6. Oh, E6. Yeah. What is, and that's a, uh, you guys Staff familiar sorry. with that? I'm not familiar with ranks, so let, and I bet a lot of our listeners aren't either. So, what, what we is, can break it down. E1 yeah. is. Uh, E1's just an E1, just a private. Then, so is that like you're, you enter in head, as an E1? One second. I'm going to interrupt real quick just on a, a engineering. Now I got Rick's head torn towards you. All right, I got you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we need one of these things on this, right? Yeah, I know, right? We need That's chocolate right. cake and microphones. <laughs> we do need chocolate cake So and the E1 is a private. Yeah, E1's a private. Then you have an E2, which is also a private. It's just now you have a bar on your... You put shoulder. first class in front of that? or No, that's no? the next one. That's an E3 is a private first class. So it's got the little bar and a little thing. And then then you go to specialist, Yeah, which is, we call it a, 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 a full bird private, we call that. Because, you know, it's, anyway, it's spec four. Uh, and then you go to corporal. E4 and spec... Uh, E4, specialist and corporal are the same. They're E4. Right. Um, Usually, you get your corporal after you go through like the boards. Yeah. Right? You're getting promoted to E5, you're corporal first. Then you're an E5, which is just sergeant. Mm-hmm. And then you have an E6, staff sergeant, E7, platoon sergeant, sergeant first class, they call it. And then E8, which is a master sergeant, unless it has a diamond in it, then you're a first sergeant. And these are still NCOs. Yeah, still NCOs. You know what that means, Drew? I do not. That's non-commissioned officer. So they're the guys that do all the work. Then you have, yeah, sergeant major, sergeant major of the army, and then it stops. Wait, and then what's, you go what's the officer. difference between non-commissioned and commissioned? Is so commissioned? commissioned is an actual officer. Like you got to go to college and all that yeah. stuff. Oh, gotcha. Got to go to college. You got to. So they're behind every good officer. Is a better NCO. That's just everybody thing. that graduates from West Point is is a commission. Yes, every single one of them. Somebody going in, a grunt going in, is is going to yeah. be a non commission. Now, so. the, here's the question: is, is can an NCO become a CO? Yes, an NCO can become a, an officer, and those are usually the best ones. Yeah, uh, you know, I've served under a few of them. Uh, they were commissioned, whether they get a battlefield commission and they move them up or what have you. Mm-hmm. That's that's what happens. So yeah, they're usually the similar to uh, Auto Alert. We've got you know NCOs, which are the the car guys and car right. girls, you know that have, that have worked in the dealerships, and you got the commissioned officers, which are the ones that came out of college, like you know me that came into but there's digital marketing, right? Yeah, <laughs> but you exactly right. make the rankings up. You become a CEO as a director with yeah. that background. Was that a good analogy? I think that was a very good analogy. Very good analogy. And I'll tell you, you get a you know like in a Ranger Chain. That's I mean that's a combat. Yeah. Operation, right? The whole thing. That's what they're there for. My right? dad left his in E6 as well. Okay. Yeah. So, Army. But you get it like, like me. I, once I went to the Ranger Town, once I got out of Ranger School, got my tab, did all that, I, I go back to my unit, to the battalion, and I'm a PFC. But I got a Ranger tab on, right? Yeah. Private yeah, first class. E5s would walk by me that don't have a Ranger tab on them. Yeah, they'd have to stand at ease for me. And if they didn't, I could drop them. You phone this, Claire? 
You know, I am. It's, it's difficult am. to find. It's almost like the when we did the the uh, the, the car dealership lingo. I know, right? It's yeah. a, the military yep, lingo similar. is is, and my best friends are are both. Uh, one's a former marine, one's a former marine, and then re-enlisted and came out in, in the army, and the other one's army. The the way that they they talk and what they would say to me is, I, I've just that's how I know any of this that we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. Right. Because layman's uh, us and just in the, in the in the civilian world, we know privates, we know sergeant, right? But when they get into E sixes, sevens, you know, interest the Air Force way, I have no clue how they totally rank different. Works. Though, totally too. different. My dad was in the Air Force. I have no idea. He was a DJ, right? Yeah, the Air Force. You'd have been my dad. He was Air like uh, he was like uh, Robin Williams in uh, exactly. Um, uh, good morning, good morning Vietnam. Vietnam. He was stationed in Europe the whole time during Vietnam, right? But he was a DJ. Where were you? Oh, where'd you where was boot camp for you? Uh, Fort Benning, Georgia. I, yeah. Same as my dad. Yeah. Everything. So Fort Benning, Georgia. You don't know Dave Little, do you? Happen to <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you guys are yes, much different in age. I'm just saying, maybe we got something. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's Fort Benning, Georgia is home of the infantry. Yeah. So if your MOS is 11 Bravo, you're going to Fort Benning. If you go to jump school, you're going to go to Fort Benning, Ranger Schools, Fort Benning. And then where'd you get stationed first? Fort Benning. Are you still stationed? I'm in- sorry, Fort Stewart, Georgia. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people. I know a lot of Kansans uh, that got stationed in Fort Riley uh, at the right. Big Red One. Yes, um, but that's more of a mechanical. Well, they're mechanized infantry, but they are infantry for sure. Okay, yeah. So yeah, they're Big Red One, like the too. oldest. It was Custer's General Custer's uh, regiment. It was the Seventh Cav. Seventh Cav. Okay. Yeah, but the Big Red One. One of the oldest infantry, pure infantry units in the United States, and that's just right down the, sh- the highway from us, yeah. Claire, here in yeah, Kansas City. It's, if you just go into Kansas, probably about what two hours. Yeah, it's right down that the big red one. Oh, okay, right, right when you get straight to like down Junction City, right? Yeah. Salina, right very huge base. But so you yeah. you get now at this yeah. time. I could ask you, were you married at this time? Not at the time. No, uh, I went so basic AIT. That was thirteen weeks. That was at Benning. Jump school was three more weeks. That was at Benning. Then you go to RIP, which is six weeks. That's at Benning. It's like training, 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 training. Yeah, I left home. Serious, dude. I weighed 145 pounds. I was like five foot nine, 145 when I left my house and joined the Army. And I was gone in training pretty much for the next, I don't know, 14 months. Wow. And I come home. I'm 200 pounds, and I've grown two inches and have no <laughs> hair. <laughs> and I could talk to people that I've known all my life, and it'd be 10 minutes ago, holy crap, it's E-ball. What are you doing? I didn't know it was you. Oh, wow. I had no clue it was me. Yeah, so so this uh, career that you have six years in the military, in, in the Army, were you ever stationed overseas? Yes. You were, where were you at overseas? I was in Germany. I was in Kirchgoins. They call it The Rock. Is that That's not... K Town, is it? Uh, no, uh, that's Kaiser. Yeah, Kaiser Schlotten. Kaiser Schlotten, right. It's uh, probably an hour and a half from there. So, Kurtz Goins is 45 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. north of Frankfurt. You know, it's, uh, just a side note, Drew, mm-hmm. uh, you know how I knew that? How did you know that? That's where I was almost born. Oh, really? Yeah, as my dad was military, and my mom, yes. and, and she almost had me in, uh, in uh, K Town. So, were you like on the flight, just. just- Water breaks. No, it was one of those like they tell the a pregnant woman like don't fly in an airplane six weeks or three weeks right. or two weeks before. She's you're like, expected. forget about that. So she made it back just in time. Oh, okay, wow. <laughs> and, and that I wasn't born in Germany. It, actually, in Fischbach, uh, right. West Germany is where. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, very similar son. to he my was dad's. Born there. Was he born? So you did yeah. have in Frankfurt. I got married right before I went to Germany. Yeah. yeah, you took her with you overseas. I did. And what was it like? Just from my experience, you know, having a child. An American child in a, at a base in in, a, in Germany, like, is how is is he grown up any different? Or, or no, does I he mean, have du- dual citizenship? No, he didn't. He just went with the so American. He was citizen. born on base, which 
sovereign territory. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. He's an American citizen. So he's, I didn't uh, know it cost me $21. Gleichschirm der Akatasvirskut? $21. Uh, <laughs> All that German's gone, right? Uh, a little bit. I can still, you know. So you're overseas, uh, you're overseas uh, serving. And what was your job when you were overseas? Uh, Lembron. I was still. So I went overseas and started teaching patrolling techniques. I got special duty at Batos, which is kind of a mini. I don't even know. It's like a, right, it's right. a mini basic training, but I taught patrolling techniques. So let me get this straight because I'm, I'm seeing like a pattern here. Um, you you went through a lot of training to train. Yes. You beca- you were becoming an educator and a teacher. Yes. Right. And that because my question was going to be how does your military service uh, how does that fit into what you do at AutoAlert? And it sounds like you have to run a team, correct? And you have to be there to teach them, sure. and not talk at them, right? Right. It's, so it's is it similar? Absolutely. Yeah. And then your car business, your car, like it's a perfect circle. Pretty much. It's a, yeah, it's a perfect job. I love it here. You ever, you ever, you ever, uh, you ever go like, you know, drill sergeant on this? I did people. yesterday. Actually. You did. Go. <laughs> <laughs> he knows who it is. Sorry. Yeah. You know, every now and then. But you don't make everybody go out for like a six mile hump or anything. <laughs> no, no. I just tell them don't poke the bear. Man. You know, yeah. Just don't poke the bear. You know, I'm pretty laid back myself. But, What'd uh, you, how'd you feel when your son came to you and, and said that he wanted to join the army? I was extremely, extremely proud. <laughs> Right, I'm like, see, that's different because my father did not, he forbade it. Either. Your grandpa did not want you to join. Mm-mm. Yeah, my dad forbade it. Yeah, but you embraced it. Absolutely. Is it because because you because of your experiences? Yeah, I mean, these days, I mean, if you're 19, 20. Like back then, I did not want to go to college. That was the last thing I wanted to do. I couldn't stand school. Couldn't wait to get out of there. Yeah. But what else you got to do? You know, you're 18 years old, don't know nothing. Sell cars. Sell cars. But you you didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that because that was the family job. Do you think it was like kind of like the content? Because it seems like you went to training, 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 which so you did did in a sense like go to like through a bunch of schooling. A lot of schooling, a lot of training. Not your typical, I mean, you want to know how to break down an M16 and an AK 47 and put it back together blindfolded? I can do that. So can Claire, by the way. That's what I'm talking about. I got, I got lots of hidden talents. <laughs> I like it. So, yeah, no, that's. I. Just gonna call? Me? Is that your team? They're looking for you? It was the dude. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's the dude. We should put, you know, uh, side note, we should put the dude and uh, Evot in, in an episode of uh, Dang It, I Should Have Known. Oh, that would be great. That would be uh, great. That would be the, good. The game show. Awesome. Yeah. You guys, we'd have to find like a topic that we would go after. Yeah, you know, after. him and I are pretty. I didn't know him, you know, at the other place, not to be named. I didn't. Vin know Solutions? Him there. Yeah, I didn't you know can him. name it. It's okay. You know, I spent, I don't know, 10 years there as a t- trainer. Yeah. That's what I did for them, right? But and you're on the road quite a bit. I was on the road 45 weeks yeah, a year yeah, yeah. for a while. I remember years. you there, but I didn't see you a lot. Because I never was there. I went to the office like six times in eight yeah, years. But, but Cody was Cody was there before me. I came in in, in yeah. uh, early 10. Yeah, and so, I didn't get there till 11. So, he, yeah, you guys just missed yeah, each other. So I didn't know who he was. And they're like, hey, we're moving you guys up to the seventh floor. And we're doing all this. And Cody's going in. And I'm like, I have no idea who Cody was. <laughs> Love that dude. He's awesome. One of the one of the uh, the originals from Motofuse when we yeah. made the merge. Yeah, awesome dude. It was my it was me, Cody, and Randall doing uh, demos uh, back in the day. Um, anyway, I love the dude. Right? Do you uh, do you have anybody on your team that's former military as well? Uh, I do. I have several on my team. I have uh, Chris Coday was Navy. Tony Roberts was Navy. Neil Weaver was Army. Yeah. Uh, Is there any kind of like uh, teasing back and forth on the branches that you guys came from? 
Like, do you make any kind of like uh, jabs yeah. at them for being Navy? Because they usually get all the jabs in the world. Navy gets yeah, picked they on the most. They get picked. Does on it them. happen? Yeah, it's a lot. Like, so you know, my brother-in-law, he's Marines. Yeah, right. And him and I are pretty tight. But I'm always telling you, know, that's the men's department of the Navy, right? <laughs> Jazz. And my uncle was Navy. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we all just back. Doesn't matter when the. We got to be careful because I, I do believe that uh, CEO Mike Delay is. Uh, he was Navy. Navy. Absolutely. So we could oh, watch yeah. what we said yeah, yeah. on Navy. But he understood. He bags on me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, Army guy grunt. Don't know anything. You know, he run in a tree, not around. How's that? Kind of deal, so. What's it? What's what's that make you feel? Or how's that make you feel inside to know that you're uh, our, our our basically our commander in chief of of Auto Alert is former military. Well, it helps. I understand the way he thinks yeah. a lot because I know military just stays with you forever. It's not something to get rid of. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm proud. Like I said, I want everybody to. My sons, it's a good thing for for little, you know, guys coming out of school, girls yeah. coming out of school. They don't really have a direction. They don't want to go to college. What are you going to The military is perfect. Are you involved in any kind of military um, groups or anything now that you're out? The Wounded Warriors okay. that I give to you. know my wife's is one of the better charitable. Yeah. The Wounded Warriors, which we can talk about that for a second yeah. because they've gotten some bad news in the press, but it's all come out to be that it's all incorrect. Yeah. It's, that it's possibly one of the best charities for I want to It's like 80% of the money that they get goes directly to veterans. They need it. And the 20% veterans. is to is to run the organization, yeah. which you can understand that. So, And then you've got tiny homes in KC What's for, that? The, for the – like wounded warriors, but it, they build the houses for veterans, homeless veterans. I heard about that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of good stuff going on here for the vets. Yeah, yeah. I think personally, you know, and I didn't ever do any big combat. Right, know, right, I saw some stuff, but nothing like these guys coming back from Iraq and Iran. Now, you know, I have a nephew, five tours. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, he's. So the three closest friends that I have outside of work, because everybody knows Drew's my bestie. Yeah, uh, Drew my, my yeah, my three closest best friends all of them diagnosed with ptsd and two of them diagnosed or not diagnosed but also um uh uh uh, physical they got hit with an ied Mm. in their convoy uh which i won't get into details but it the way that it's because they've never told me really their experience i just know that they had a a partner that was killed in that ied attack uh and uh the 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 truck commander that was in that that vehicle as well uh, he has head trauma uh he went from being it's it's and I think this kind of you know goes into what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about too. He he before he went in, uh, just like a normal guy, like uh, yeah. just normal guy. Now, after everything that he experienced, he's got uh, he's got that uh, survivor's um, regret or survivor's guilt, yeah. right? Uh, he was also the truck commander and sergeant that was uh, in charge, so he's got he lost somebody over yeah. in in Iraq. He's now living in uh, Colorado in a van, long yeah. hair, s- just. Marijuana, marijuana, because mar- it's legal. Sure. He's self-medicating. Uh, and uh, totally different person because of his experience in, in combat. It's, I mean, think about it. Most of them guys that go over there, 18, 19, 20 years mm. old, they've never seen anything, right? I am. They got in a fight every now and then on the block or something, but nothing like they're running into over there. And my nephew's the same way. He's yeah. PTSD. He can't hold a job. He can't anger problems. It's... It's horrible. I see some of the older, and, and I put my dad on this too because my dad, my dad kind of disagrees with that. You know, he doesn't think that everybody gets PTSD from combat and that kind of stuff, right? And it's like I an don't old think everybody that gets old it. thinking way, but they're, it's a way that they're trying to get you know money and, sure. and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to take anything away from that. If you know somebody that that kind of suffers from that or says yeah. they suffer, you got to take them at their word. You yeah. have to. I my my friends have to get 
out of town when Fourth of July comes around. Yeah. With the fireworks. And I don't think a lot of people keep that in mind. Like you're shooting off fireworks in your neighborhood. You may have a vet. It triggers that. Trigger, yeah, you know, isn't that crazy? And then you're shooting them off every night for, for 10, 15 mm-hmm. nights. You're going to drive somebody. People are more worried about dogs, you know, yeah. being afraid of those. Yeah. They don't think about the vets no. that are being affected by, by fireworks. That, that for sure happens. Like I said, you know, not a, I don't think it, you know, it affects everybody differently, right. obviously. You know, and some people have seen a whole lot worse than other people have. And it's, you know, my brother-in-law, he was over there two tours, I guess. There's the Iraq. first time. Yeah, the, first, the first one, yeah. Right. You know, he doesn't have anger issues or PT. He's a pretty level guy. But then you take my nephew who did five tours over there the second and third time around. He saw some crazy stuff. He's 10th Mountain Division, so 10th Mountain Group. So kind of an airborne unit there in the stuff all the time. It's also, I think it's a shame yeah. thing, too. Uh, I have a friend. I don't want to give too much detail on this because I don't want anybody to, to second-guess our leadership in Washington or anything, and I'm not getting political here, but I have a friend that was just elected to the House of Representatives, National House of yeah. Representatives. Uh, it's a guy I went to school with, uh, I've known for a long time. He did he did four terms Afghanistan, and then he turned around and did private contracting for yeah. another four years over there, and uh, he's affected, right? But he's he hides it because yeah. he's, he's kind of ashamed by it, and now that he's in this national position right it doesn't want to come out he's all about he just got named to the uh to the to the the committee on veterans affairs which i'm absolutely proud of him but i I don't want this to affect him you know in his career (laughs) you know but it's do you and who you know my grandfather think about my grandfather's in world war ii yeah the big one right that was crazy stuff think all them guys that came back we just didn't diagnose what they have what do you call it shell shock then yeah yeah shell shock exactly because it wasn't really until probably um what was the first one? Was it Desert Storm that people really didn't? People started talking about their yeah, experiences because yeah. in World War One, World War Two, um, Vietnam, Korean War, you just sucked it up and dealt with it. When well, you there was got more back. coming out in the Vietnam War, there was a lot more coming out in the Vietnam War because of the the protests and these guys coming back yeah. And, and yeah. So it started it started then, but you're right, it really kind of made its forefront in, in Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah, Korea, it's like. No, no, no like, don't even talk about it. One of the right. worst ones of all time. Right. Those I, guys. Went every to. person I know that had a dad or a grandfather, you know, much older, passed away now. All of them talk about how they just don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. They yeah. Don't ever bring it up. Don't bring up how grandpa yeah. got his purple heart. Yeah. Right. Um, and we'll get away from this whole sad thing. Yeah. Let's do but it. I want to address one more thing sure. on the sad side of things. Um, we are uh, experiencing something that's crazy, and, and veterans like yourself, it's got to affect you in your brain more than it affects me, even though it, it hits me, is that 22 vets a day, yeah, on average, that are committing suicide, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, and that's, been, that's from 1979. Yeah. And uh, I guess to all the employees that are listening to this podcast right now that are former vets or that are vets, uh, is that anybody's kind of having... Uh, that that you know feeling like, like off on their own you know feeling alone what i wanted to do is make sure that i brought you on this podcast so they could hear there's rick right and i know i don't know you that well but i know that your door is always open sure so if somebody needs to come talk absolutely because right? we're a community here please do actually because that that number scares the bejesus out of me mm-hmm. it does i think uh i mean there's some things that we could do with the, the way they handle the va and the personally you go to combat you get shot at. You spend a year in a in a hot LZ. When you come back, yeah, you don't have to pay sales tax or income tax anymore, <laughs> dude. You pay, yeah. Right? Healthcare, yeah. I just need a card. I can just go to whatever doctor I want to. instead of the VA. Yeah, just privatize it and let. Just here's your card. 
it's, and we'll take it. It's scary for me, and I yeah. think I have my best friend every single day. It would not surprise me if I got a text or a phone call from his from his lady saying that he just did it. Yeah, it's and, I, and, and this has been going on for, yeah, what, I 10 years? That. Every single day. I just had to get it out of mind, and it's just yeah. this. A real good friend of mine from over there, and like I said, we didn't get into anything really horrible, but he way lives with depression. He's got PTSD. He just, you see things. I don't know. You, you go in the military, you spend four or five years in the military with guys, and you get really, really, mm-hmm. really close to them really, really, really fast. Right. I mean, closer than family sometimes. It's just, it's a bond that you get, and it's developed so fast, and it's so, and then when that, when you come back, even for me, like I said, I got back, I'm like, man, I'm bored with what's going on. You know, yeah. back to the state. Camaraderie is not there anymore. And all my best friends I played football with and sports, hey, let's go do that. Like, hey, I heard sports, I heard a big part of that is that you feel like you don't have a purpose anymore. Yeah. In the I, military, you had a purpose, and did. you had a purpose with a team. Yes. And then when you get out, the purpose is gone. So the car business for me helped that. Yeah? You know? Gave I, you purpose, gave, gave you camaraderie? Yeah. A brotherhood, a sisterhood. You're there 14 hours a day with the same people, 14, 16 hours a day, six days a week, that tight group of people. Yeah. You know, and then you start to run that, and then I'll say, hey, now I got a purpose. Mm-hmm. These guys need to do this. I need to do this for my guys. That's that's just, that's what's got me through it. I mean, I don't have the crazy stuff, but yeah. I'm already giving you the story of like three out of the four friends that I have, and I'm going right. to give you the last story now, which is noodles. Have you ever met noodles? Noodles. Yeah, noodles. Noodles is the opposite. So noodles was over... Uh, in Iraq during the war, but he was an ad man. Okay. So he's towards the back of sure. the line. He has this other thing. He has the um, the no combat uh, embarrassment. Yeah. Right? So he's embarrassed because all these vets and stuff are in the news and talking about all this stuff, and he never saw any combat. There's like a Scud missile that landed 300 yards away from where they were, didn't go off or something like that. So he is embarrassed, and it's actually in, like affected his life that he didn't have the stories like everybody else. Yeah. Thank God he didn't. You know, that's what I tell him. Like, why, why would you want to be like your brother who, you know, every single day I'm thinking I'm going to get a phone call. Right. Right? Why would you want to be like him? Or why would you want to be like Ben living in the mountains, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Doing dabs yeah. every day, right? Yeah, no, it's, hey, guess what? You got lucky. I was the same way. I got, mine was mostly Nancy's war on drugs. Yeah. I was in that time. The 80s. So, yeah, we're in the 80s. So Never went to Nicaragua. Did you ever go to Nicaragua? <laughs> no. <laughs> South America. There you go. You know, down there. But nothing ever really where you're like, like these guys see it. They're like, do you regret that? Hell no, I don't regret it. Are you crazy? The Who guy, wants to really get shot at? The guys I know, well, Mike, not Mike DeLay, but my buddy, he, uh, my personal podcast, I had a conversation with him about he's, he's really against people coming up to him and thanking him for his service, right? And let me let me get into that a little bit more. Okay. So he always, he has a ton of t-shirts, just like what you're wearing now. He was Marines. He was also Army. Ton of those, right? He, he finds it disingenuous. What he would rather have, and I'm saying this just for his opinion, and I'd like to right. get your uh, feedback on this. His opinion is he would rather have somebody come up to him and ask him about not exactly about his service, but like where were you stationed? How long were you in? Instead of just coming up, he thinks it's just words that had become in today's day and age, like uh, bless you when somebody sneezes. Mm, Do you really mean, it's just something you say. And so how do you feel about, you know, when somebody thanks you for your service or your son's service? I don't know. I mean, I don't take- You don't get into that far into it? Well, I I just, you know, I I did it. I appreciate that they recognize it. Especially, you know, these guys that are, in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. Yeah, absolutely. Did you vote for Greitens? 
Uh, yeah, our former our former yeah. governor who was a huge uh, uh, yeah. Navy SEAL. So did I. I yeah, think, it's, it, that just shows you some of the things that can happen because all of his yeah. books. It sounded like he didn't have any kind of PTSD or anything like no, that. And he, you find out afterwards there may be some things that was going on with him. So actually, yeah, no, I, I I appreciate it, and you know I see him when I was in the airport. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for service. You know, by the way, I served here. You know, where yeah, are you yeah. at? I kind of that deal. Hey, that conversation is good. Now? You know, but and my son, oh, this makes me proud of people. Tell him thank you for his service. My 12-year-old will walk up and see a veteran and tell him thank you for his service. I, you know, just if he don't, I'm smack him in the back of his head. What is so, what does Veterans Day mean to you? Uh, that is the day we thank our veterans. I mean, that's what we don't have this country without our veterans. That's just period. You know, if somebody decided to take up arms and defend this country to make it a country, guess what? If they don't do that, we're no offense, we're eating spotted dick and drinking tea for lunch if we don't. I can, just Can you just real quick so people just can go, <gasps> what did you say? Can you explain what spotted dick is, please? Spotted dick is a sponge. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's, it's a, a it's sponge a pudding with uh, uh, currants in it. Yeah, okay. And you... We just couldn't leave that on the yeah. table. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm it's, very, it's very good. It sounds I've odd, it. but it it, it's, it's really good. You can get it from World Market. But you wouldn't drink it. You wouldn't eat it. I'm with not going. You know what? I'm not going to eat it from World Market because we have veterans that kept us from having to eat that stuff. As Rick just said, well, you I'm keep your American, your your English food. <laughs> we're going to eat. You're way eat, too vinegary, vinegary ketchup. Yeah, we're going to eat our burnt ends. Well, That's you right. do that and enjoy <laughs> some dessert. Afterwards. And I like my tea with ice in it. And, and lots of sugar. Well, that sounds like a personal problem to me. I like sweet tea. That's right. You yeah. guys have any questions sure. before we get out of here about... You know, I do. I kind of take over these conversations. I apologize. I um, I have a question. I, I, I've only ever seen war movies on on at, on the TV. And sure. Are the drill sergeants really like that? Yes. Two inches from your face yes. screaming at you? Yes. You ever seen Full Metal Jacket? Yes. Yeah, that's a drill sergeant. Well, how For do you, real. How do you do? I love that story with, with that. Arlie Emmer from that. That's awesome. Without... You can't react or anything. For me, I'd be like, get get out of my face and probably trying to push him out the way. And that's get- the whole reason they do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. They break you down to where you don't know whether you're coming or going. Yeah, right? They strip all that away. They strip everything, your dignity. They take it all away. Oh, I couldn't do rebuild that. You. And then they rebuild yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Because they want it to be when when it goes down. You just need you to just react. Give, react. Yeah. Hey, well, you need to go here. Okay. You don't think. Oh, well, should I do this? You just do. Plus, I think I think the PT as a punishment. If Claire were to do what she was going to do, I think that that starts getting on to you. Like, man, I don't want to run another eighteen miles because I told the drill. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. One more funny story right before we go. So basic training. PT is uh, physical training. Yes. Yeah. That's another one of those so, terms. Yeah. I get there. I've got pretty long hair when I go in. Right. So we get on the bus. I'm in Dallas. Go to the MEP station, spend the night. Next morning, get up, hop on the bus, fly to Columbus, Georgia. Okay. Or, yeah, Columbus, Georgia. And we get off the airport, and it's late at night. So we're, there's one more group coming in after us, right? So there's like five of us there waiting for them to come back and pick us up, take us to our barracks. And it's, it's probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. So we start drinking. The bar's open. We're shooting pool, drinking, waiting for this earth thing to come next thing. You know, I'm pretty hammered. Well, all of us are hammered. And then the next group comes in. Drill sergeants show up, and they're all kind of nice getting us on the bus at the airport. <laughs> right. So still 15 around, right? Us, yeah. So we get to Fort Benning, and we pull up in front of our barracks, and that's when it starts. And I'm pretty 
drunk, right? And my best friend that I went in with, we did the buddy program, right? Right. We're both hammered. Well, I got hair down past my shoulders. This is long hair. I don't think anything about it. They're screaming, whatever. I stumble, get my rack, go to bed. About 4 o'clock the next morning, they're dumping us out of bed. You know, this. you've seen it. That's, mm-hmm. that's what they do. And I'm standing there in my underwear. They're going down the line of drill sergeants screaming at each guy one at a time. Rah, 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 rah. And I've got this big lightning bolt earring in my ear. And I got long hair, right? And I'm standing on underwear. And he comes and he screams at me for like 20 seconds. And he goes to the next guy. You know, he gets like eight guys down and just stops. And goes, what in the... And he runs back in front of me and... I'm like, oh, man, he's looking at my hair, and he sees this earring. He's like, what in the hell is that? You know, it's not exactly what he said, but he just reaches up there and yanks it out. <gasps> Whoa. I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. Really? Well, you know, what? <laughs> yeah, didn't I get my hair cut that day? So he, I'm already on his poop list, so puts me at the front of the line. I thought this would be... Right, yeah. I need to play this one. Sticks me at the front of the line. He sets me down in the chair. There's like 60 more guys waiting to get their head shaved, right? And they just shave a line right down the middle of my head. <laughs> and that's it. They stop. Oh, and they, everybody else gets their hair cut. And they have to look at me when they walk by. And I'm like, man, I've made the wrong decision here, dude. It was <laughs> bad. But yeah. That's awesome. Ricky Ebot, thanks for joining us here on the Inside All Over Podcast, talking all things veterans. Uh, remember, if you need somebody to talk to and you want somebody who's been through the stuff that you've been through, maybe not all of it, sure. right? But Rick's a, Rick's a good guy. Go see him, not the Vipe. Right. So, on behalf of uh, Drew Black, uh, Claire Turner, my name's Joey Little. Thanks again, Rick. And uh, bye, guys. Bye. Happy Veterans Day. Thanks for listening to the Inside Out Alert podcast. Remember, all views and opinions by anyone on the podcast are represented to themselves and do not necessarily reflect the ideas or opinions of Auto Alerts. If you'd like to be a guest on the Inside Auto Alert podcast, reach out to Joey Little on Pando, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.